the ants can only see, you know, what's in front of them or what's behind them, and, and they can't view what's outside. However, we can see into the ant farm and see the whole thing going on. Mm. And that's kind of how I approach um, a lot of, like, you know, if I want to sacrifice something, I'm like, well, listen, I, I definitely have a limited viewpoint <laughs> here. I, <laughs> there's something that I don't know that's going on that's way bigger. And oh, man, that's, that's powerful, actually, unpacking that thought. Because right. if, you, if you think about um, your, your limited view with your sacrifice, you don't know what is going to come of yeah. what you're sacrificing. Welcome, everyone. I hope you all are doing well. Stefan is back with us as we give an update about Turning Point Conference and the podcast. In the conversation today, we talk about the altar and sacrifice, what the altar truly signifies, and how we can ensure that we are offering a sacrifice to the Lord. Before we dive into that, I wanted to share this comment on our YouTube channel with you all. It is from one of our short clips with Dr. Marshall entitled, Why Do We Struggle to Forgive? Zanel wrote, Dr. Bonnie, always with the bombs. I have not heard forgiveness defined this way. Blessed and convicted. Forgive for you. Do it for you. Amen. Thank you for leaving us that comment, Zanel. I do want to encourage you all to check out the clips. They are always quite good and easy to share with others on different topics. We do always enjoy reading your comments and reviews, so please keep them coming. You may be listening but not following. Following us is the best way to stay connected and to not miss an episode. Just select follow wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, we want to encourage you to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. It really does help get the podcast out to more people who can be blessed by it. Now, let's get to the conversation. We're here in our new studio. Uh, yeah, I think it's a work in progress. Yeah, we're just we'll see how we go with this setup and then uh, move on from there. Yeah, we'll see how the one light works. Maybe we'll, we'll create a background and I don't know. <laughs> we might put like a green screen. Then we can pretend we're in different countries or on the moon. Could do that. Ooh, that's really good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to finally be here. I yes, mean, this is, we talked about this for exactly. like well over a year, and uh, we finally gotten to the point where. We've got uh, a place to record. We can set up and record. Now, we still can't leave it set up, but it is uh, a lot better than it was where we're constantly changing what the background looks like. So typically, when you hear uh, Stefan and I together, it's going to look like this. We're going to yeah. have have something similar to this. But uh, yeah, it's exciting to finally get one going here, and, and it should be more regular. We should uh, We should be together more often now that we have a place, we have a day. So that's that's exciting. Yeah, uh, that they're not going to be hearing just me anymore. But we're going to have two perspectives, conversations. If we don't have a, a guest who's online or or in person, uh, go back to what it should be. It's is, exciting times. Yeah, it really it is, is because yeah, yeah. you know we get to um, since we have a dedicated day, it, it feels like we can. Uh, there's no yeah. interruptions. Well, you'll be joining me on the. We'll be trying to do that as well with the online conversations. So it's not yeah. just me. Yeah, absolutely. Now it was it is very um, with online conversations. It was always hard because you would be either you know at different split places, whether that was you know mom's house or church. Um, but if it 
you know, in random like days. Like I was trying to organize yeah. it with with the guest random schedule. Times. <laughs> random times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've done some at like That's what happens when one you're in, in the morning. Yeah, I've done I mean, some. Yeah, we're, I mean, we'll, we'll figure that out, and and as time goes on, but it's exciting times, like I said. Yeah. And uh, we just had our turning point conference that, that we just got finished with. So we're going to have a number of, if, if you guys saw the team that we had there, we had a, a, an awesome team, uh, music-based. And also we had um, Brother Woodward and Brother Morgan who were with us, uh, tremendous men of God. Awesome conference, and we connected with a lot of them. And, and we're, you'll, you guys will be seeing a, f- a few of yeah. them here on the show uh, in the coming months. If anyone hasn't already, go to the POS um Instagram page. There's so much recap, so much uh, great content out there. Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, that was really man. cool. There's been so, it's just been so cool because we were able to um, use everyone's talent and they were able to all come together and, and create their own vision of, of what they saw that night, which is so incredible. And yeah. it's impact, you know, all of, well, most of Australia, or well, anyone that was there essentially, right? Yeah, so, sure. Um, yeah, it was it was yeah. great coming home and being so tired and like just <laughs> just scrolling and seeing constant like constant uh, feed and 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 just seeing all of it and be like all right now I'm gonna go to bed. <laughs> I'm Bro, exhausted. I, I was like, <laughs> I'm like one of the main managers on on the Instagram page and I was like surprised a couple of times. Yeah. I was like, oh, I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> it just popped up in my feed. <laughs> You're not even knowing what's on there. <laughs> I don't think that's literally ever happened since I opened since we opened the account for the church. That's gonna be funny because Instagram is gonna be like where. You've been posting so much. What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what's a drop off? <laughs> no, but shout out to Taylor. She yeah. she did a great job heading up that team. And then obviously, uh, we had some some more photographers. We had a great photography team, and then uh, Braxton yeah. Powell for the win. Uh, he came through. So we're actually going to be having him on the show. So talented. Yeah. He, oh man. There, there's this. Uh, if you guys have the opportunity, we I'll post a link in the show notes. But he did this recap for our Sunday service. It wasn't for Turning Point, but he did a recap video of the the 1115 service this past Sunday. And it is one of the, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And the fact that he was able to shoot it, edit it and get it produced out before lunch, before lunch, <laughs> before the end of the service, yeah. he, he had it almost completely done. It's just, to me, that's, that's mind blowing. That would take me uh, a week, two weeks yeah. <laughs> to do something like that. I mean, he, he's amazing. Now you, now you know you can get to that stage, right? Oh yeah. That, <laughs> I mean, cause that's all I do. So. <laughs> I'll just be focused on video editing. I'm just going to be constantly, Braxton, <laughs> yeah. Just constantly sending clips. <laughs> Don't take advantage of the friendship. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he he's someone who's going to come on. Um, uh, Brother Wooder and Brother Morgan both agreed to come on, so we'll be uh, organizing that. And uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be awesome having some of those guys have on uh, the podcast, talk to them about the different things that, that they're doing. Yeah. Um, it was a it was a great conference i mean it was our first time going off site so right. it was a challenge uh getting that set up um, normally it's, it's hosted at our church but we've outgrown it and we actually outgrew, outgrew the venue that we hired um, which is a great problem to have but it's still a problem so we got to try and find somewhere else next yeah, year Yeah, so that was the second turning point that i've been in oh yeah that's i right, mean yeah. third third if you really want to count, count COVID, the online right <laughs> but that was the second one and what i'm seeing is like there's um every single year it's like leveling up Right. Mm. Uh, I mean, it's not hard to level up from online turning point, <laughs> but I mean, I'm just saying it's every year is leveling up. So I'm excited to see what next year it offers. And, you know, having that creative side of it as well um, is really good because it's not just, you know, musicians. And although music, like, we need to emphasize how important musicians are. Oh, right? yeah, for sure. Shout out to your wife <laughs> um, and shout out to the EPCI team. But um, 
it, it is, you know, it's an, it's a group effort, you know, and, you know, I'm excited to see what that next level is mm. going to bring, um, and what else, uh, you know, we can offer. Yeah. I even, I just went back and looked at, uh, turning point 2022 media wise and it was, well, we did an okay job, but it was nothing like, like we did this year and this year was really cool. Um, and yeah, hopefully it keeps getting better on the media perspective. We're, we're harping on that or talking about that because both Stefan and I are, are quite involved with media at POS. It's a passion of ours. We, we talked about it a little bit on an episode where we talked about, um, was it holders of the rope? I believe we so. talked a little bit about that. Yeah. yeah. But, um, we, uh, we didn't want to just talk about the conference, even though it was great and we probably could spend 30 to 40 minutes talking about that, but we, we, there was a specific a message that uh, Brother Mark Morgan shared, I believe it was on the Thursday night, that really hit home for you, and um, you mentioned that to me uh, as sort of a topic that we might be able to discuss today, and, and I thought that would be a great idea. So if you wouldn't mind, just go ahead and introduce the topic. And, yeah, and, uh, yeah so we, 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 were, we were like, what are we going to talk about? Like, there's so much to talk about. What are we going <laughs> to talk about the practical side of the setup? Are we going to talk about spiritual side? And and you just asked me a question, and which kind of sparked it. Like, what what is what pointed out? What what was the one thing that, you know, in between your, your serving, what, what was the one thing that jumped out? And it goes back to like the first service, which sort of set the tone for a turning point for me. Exactly. Right. Mm. And, you know, within the first 15 minutes, I believe, right. Uh, of, of Thursday night service, uh, brother Morgan, uh, sort of emphasized the difference between prayer and going and, and going to the altar. Mm. Right. He talked about how we can pray anywhere, but going, to the altar, there's there's a purpose in that, where we lay down a sacrifice in order for God to consume it, right? Mm. It, you know, how powerful, if you think about it, right? When we come to the altar, we're preparing a sacrifice for God. And in order for us to obtain the fire of God, we must sacrifice ourselves, you know, sacrifice our wants, our desires, our plan mm. for him to burn inside of like. We always talk about the fire, the fire, the fire. Yeah. And it starts there at the altar. Mm. Well, it's also interesting, now that you mentioned that, that, you know, when the fire fell on the day of Pentecost, it was after, uh, you know, over a week of prayer and fasting together and yeah. spending time together praising and worshiping God. And, and it was in that moment of sacrifice and unity and spending time together that the Spirit of God fell. And it's like, I, I think that's such a tremendous point that he made there where it's, when we look at the altar, we just associate with prayer. Right. But he's saying, well, the altar in the Bible has always been associated with sacrifices, not yeah. just about praying. And how often do we go to the altar? How often do we go forward for prayer? And the prayer is self-centered. Right. Or it's about what we want or right. what we need. I think when, you know, especially we call, you know, we call it an altar call. You know, we, we say we'd like for people to come up to the altar. Um, and it touched me because every time I walk to the altar i'm not thinking about what what do i what am i going to lay on on the altar mm. this time i'm thinking about well it's sometimes I, I just go there because it's like well i think it's something i need to do right but you know where's the intention behind it and it kind of is like there's a level of conviction there for me because i was like wow there needs to be an intention or a, just something that i can think about or like there has to be you know i'm not perfect so they're like i'm not even not even close to it yeah. So what can I do? And yeah, I can just figure that out on the walk to the altar. I need to sacrifice something here today. Yeah. What am and I laying down? Yeah. What mm. am I laying down? There, 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 like, 
you know, I fall every, I fall short of God every single day, you know, so there has to be something I can do, whether if it's like, you know, <laughs> my wants or desires, mm-hmm. you know, like that, not that, that starts there at that yep. altar, that sacrifice, mm. you know, sacrificing like your will for his will oh, sacrificing you talked about that last week a little bit talking uh sacrificing your plan for for god's plan right for your life and uh, tied that into um you know that you present your bodies a living sacrifice wholly acceptable unto god which is a reasonable service and this isn't unique to me but um you know someone pointed out that the difference between the sacrifice that they laid out at the altar in the old testament and the sacrifice that we put on the altar in the new testament is one is dead and one is living. <laughs> like you're presenting your body a right. living sacrifice. Right. And, you know, they're saying, you know, as a living sacrifice, you can climb off that altar whenever you want. Right. And so that's where, you know, Paul said, I die daily, you know, constantly putting yeah. yourself back on the altar. I mean, in the Bible, there, in the Old Testament, uh, there was one situation where they were almost living, right? You know? <laughs> What's that one? Um, uh, Abraham. And oh yeah, 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 with Isaac. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. He was still alive. <laughs> he, was, he, he was, you know, he was still alive. He's, he's, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And thankfully, he he survived that one. There was a close, substitute. Close call. Close, <laughs> close call. call. <laughs> yeah. It and the uh, getting back to Romans where he talks about presenting your body as a living sacrifice. Um, you know, God says that that is your reasonable service to him. Yeah. And uh, I heard a, a great preacher preach a message which changed my life. He, he preached a message called um, Redefining Reasonable. And he was talking about how, you know, sometimes in, in our society we look at, we, we think that reasonable means this, this, and this, whereas God views reasonable completely different. Oh, yeah. And it's in, right? in, in lens of, or in, in the realm of sacrifice is what God considered considers reasonable it's reasonable for us to sacrifice to god yeah and it, it's that's a very very good point and you know i i can definitely go on a tangent of what our limited beliefs can be like mm. we're, we're limited right you know it, it, there's a there's a um illustration about um how we view things versus you know versus how god can view everything right and this comes back to an ant farm Right okay, when yeah. an ant farm uh, is very, you know, limited, you know, you only the ants can only see, you know, what's in front of them or what's behind them, and and they they can't view what's outside. However, we can see into the ant farm and see the whole thing going on, mm. and that's kind of how I approach um, a lot of, like, you know, if I want to sacrifice something, I'm like, well, listen. I, I definitely have a limited viewpoint <laughs> here. I <laughs> there's something that I don't know that's going on that's way bigger. And oh man, that's that's powerful actually. Unpacking that thought because right. if you if you think about um, your your limited view with your sacrifice, you don't know what is going to come of no. what you're sacrificing. If you're sacrificing your time, if you're sacrificing your energy, if you're investing in, like, say, you're a, a youth leader and you've got a youth group of about eight people, you know, you're you feel limited in, um, uh, you, sorry, the, your view is limited in the sacrifice. You're sacrificing your time. You're sacrificing your energy. You're giving to these young people. But you know, it's like, oh, it's only eight people. Yeah. But you don't know no. the impact that those eight kids are going to have. Right. Like one of them could end up being a missionary. One of them could end up being a pastor. You know, one of them could end up being a saint who goes on and, uh, has a, an incredible career and is able to finance the gospel in so many different ways. 
But at the end of the day, it's still eight people that you're able to impact. Oh, for sure. So like looking at it uh, in the finite, it's like, yeah, those eight people. But then infinitely, we have no idea the impact that our sacrifice makes. Like you don't know the amount of lives that you're touching with the sacrifices you're making week to week. Yeah, and, and we all, all of us can just point back to a particular point in time where we look at, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and we realize, wow, that was actually a really good decision. And mm. even though I didn't want it at the time, it worked out for the glory of God. And so a lot of times when you're going into something and you feel like, you know, my flesh, like, especially if your flesh doesn't want it, but like if you go into it, maybe like, well, why, why am I, why am I in this particular situation? Why am I in this particular spot? And God has made a way for that spot to go. You just have to keep proceeding because mm. you're going to look back and be like, oh, that's why. Yeah. You know, when you look back, you're like that, that all makes sense. Mm. And that's sort of that limited belief. Um, or that ties so much into what I talked about last week. That's about, um, uh, cause I talked about like Lego pieces right. and how, you know, you look at individual Lego piece and like that doesn't, it doesn't make any no. sense by itself, no. but there's somebody out there, you know, yeah. God, he knows, he knows the plan. He knows the process. And so, that piece is putting into another piece, which is going into another piece, which is making this beautiful uh, figurine or this beautiful picture right. that, that he has designed out of your life, you know? Um, That's in a lot of different things though too, yeah. right? Like, you know, if you want to clean your house, you have to kind of mess your house in order to dust it and everything in order to clean it. You have mm -hmm. to kind of pull it apart in order to clean. It's, it's a bunch of, it's, it's in a different things, you know, if, if you get you get a haircut, right? You right. know, when you when you get a haircut and he's lining it up, you're like, why, why is he lining it up that particular <laughs> way? But it's because it, it, you know the end result yeah. needs it to be a particular way, and you know you're gonna. Uh, I don't know if this is. Am I on the same? I'm on the yeah, same. Yeah, I think right? so. Like it's just making sure that you're, um, you know, not focused on, like you're but, focused on the end goal rather than you know. Yeah, what's going I think on now. no, I think that makes complete sense because you're t you're talking about how things happen in the moment, and it may not. It doesn't make much sense in the grand scheme of things, but um, each thing is happening for a reason, right? They, yeah, the barber yeah, is lining yeah. that up for a reason. He's cutting that hair. She, you know, he, um, he's doing that in order to make your hair look the way it should look. Yeah, right? for me now it's not the same. But um, <laughs> that's what I was like. Well, you when you go get a haircut, for me it's just it all just needs to go. <laughs> yeah, but it it kind of. Um, you know, it's, some of the things what you're talking about reminded me of the conversation we had with our anonymous guest a couple of week, weeks ago, and she was talking about how, you know, there's people that have impacted her life that you'll never know their name, you'll never mm. know who they are, but they made an, a lasting impact on her. And uh, it's the same in our lives. You don't know what the sacrifices you are making, the impact that it's having, yeah. whether it's on a young person, whether it's on just someone in the church, whether it's on, in the community, what, whatever you're doing, that sacrifice is accomplishing something. And when you lay yourself down on the altar, you know, don't look at it as what you're giving up, but look at it as what is this going to do for the kingdom of God? I love that. Mm. I love that. You know, you're, you're, it's all about perspective and i say that word so often but you know it's about are you asking yourself the right questions you know and if you're asking yourself the wrong questions you're gonna find yourself sort of getting sad a lot <laughs> yeah true. but if you ask yourself the right questions it's gonna lead to more questions that's gonna benefit your situation so you're gonna say well like you know what, what question did you say right now you said 
you know, how is this going to impact? Yeah. Right. So, you know, that can be like, well, you know, this is going to impact this. Well, how can I then do, you know, how can I, you know, how can I improve this side more? You know, I, I don't know. It just, I, I'm a big proponent on making sure you're asking yourself the right questions because yeah. if you're asking yourself the wrong questions, it, it, there's no need to. Yeah. And, and if it's like a self-centered question as well. And I think that's sometimes where, where we, we, run amiss when we're focused only on, oh, is this going to have a negative impact on me? But that goes back to what Paul said. A living sacrifice is your reasonable service. That's what God expects of us as Christians, as believers. If we, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, you want to make a difference in this world. Right. There's no other reason why you would listen to this podcast. And if you are listening to it, you want to make a difference. And so it's reasonable to God for us to offer ourselves as a living sacrifice. And so we have to think about when we go to the altar or, you know, the altar doesn't have to be just at your church. It could be in your own home, but that we're not just going through the motions. We're not having self-centered prayers, but we're laying something down. Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to sacrifice an hour? Am I going to um, give of this? Am I going to not eat today in order to see an impact in the kingdom of God? Am, am I going to pray a prayer that's going to make a kingdom difference? Or is the prayer just going to be about me? Um, you know, these are the, as you said, these are the questions that you can ask yourself as you're starting your day or as you're getting into your day. You know, what can I do to sacrifice of myself to make a difference in the world today? How could you make sure you're asking not like, how can you make sure or how can you prevent yourself from asking self-centered questions? Because, you know, when you ask a question initially, you might not think it's self-centered. Mm. How would you, how would you prevent that? Well, I think that uh, goes back to prayer, goes yeah. back to um, reassessing your motives. You know, why is it that you're doing what you're doing? Like, for example, with this podcast, am, am I doing it um, because I want people to know who I am? Or am I doing it because I want to make an impact in the kingdom of God that is going to go well beyond, yeah. you know, my limited space here in Sydney or on the Central Coast? You know, there are people that I can impact there, but through the relationships that I have in the conversations on this podcast, it's making an impact well beyond me. And it has nothing to do with me as an individual, but it has to do with um, the kingdom of God and what he is wanting to accomplish. See, because someone could listen to something, someone could watch something, you you know, you can listen to a sermon. I'm sure there are people that were listening to that sermon on Thursday night and they got something completely different out of it but you got what you got out of it why because because you are unique and there's something that god wanted you to get out of that message and i think the same happens with these podcasts you know some people might be entertained by it some people um might be ministered to where they're at in that moment um you know it goes back to i was teaching bible study the other week and we were talking about this is kind of going out of what we were talking about but in, in any case i'm talking about the the parable of the sower and how you know, it's it's the sower's job to sow the seed, but um, and the seed is the word of God, but each individual has a different type of ground, and mm-hmm. it just depends on where you're at. Are you preparing your ground? Are you uh, working on yourself, making yourself available, uh, working on your heart, making sure that that is good ground that is ready for the word of God? It's the word of God that changes us, and so when it comes yeah. to uh, your question, you know, am I? Um, Am I being self-centered? Am I focused only on myself? You know, make sure that your heart is prepared. So when the word of God comes, 
you can make that change. You know, yeah. you can you can make that adjustment that that he's trying to get in your life. So I guess the uh, long answer to a short question is mm-hmm. make sure that your heart is prepared for for the word, yeah. and through reading the word, through studying the word, that will change your life. It will change you as you as you continue to bring yourself in alignment to his word. That's going to change you. Yeah, and then your your heart will be ready for the word of God on a Sunday, on a podcast, YouTube video, whatever it is, um, you will be ready to receive. And then it's not going to be about you, but you're going to live a life that is about others. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. And it's also not even in, you might even, you, you really put it a good point because it kind of consumed everything. You know, it's not just also asking yourself, uh, making sure you don't answer the self-centered questions, but it's also making sure that when you, ask the right questions, you're not looking for particular answers. Mm. And, and when you consume yourself, you know, on good and solid ground and, and, and fruitful and, and well, good soil, sorry. Um, you're able to not accept the, you're, you're able to accept the right answers as well. Mm. So yeah. that's, that's, yeah. When, like, when a preacher gets up in the pulpit and talks about sacrifice, you don't reject it, mm-hmm. but you're like, Oh Yeah. What am I giving to the Lord? What am I offering? What What is it that God is wanting from me? You know, instead of just rejecting it whole cloth um, or being that ground that chokes it out where you give up, give excuses. Oh, I just yeah. don't have time. Oh, I'm just too busy. It's right now, right now is not the right season for me to sacrifice. Instead of allowing it to choke it out like the thorny ground, you're that good soil and you're allowing that seed to go, go into the ground and bring forth roots Yep. And so then it can grow and accomplish something. Else. And you won't be the same, right? Like after this message, you're not going to look at the altar the same way. You're not going to look at sacrifice the same way. Yeah. And, and that's the power of the word of God. That's power of revelation. Right. Yeah. And uh, so is there anything else you wanted to cover in regards to the message? Yeah. Uh, well, no. <laughs> no? I, not, not anything in terms of the message, but I just wanted to say, you know, it's good to be back and, um yeah it's just yeah it's great to have you back and it's gonna be more regular well i was gonna say i was I'm proud of you know all the all the interviews and everything that you've done i think we're, we everyone who's a viewer of the hacker podcast you know enjoys your effort and um whether this stays in or not then uh, <laughs> unfortunately for you i am the editor yeah, so, yeah, so i might take that out let's, let's all give a hand clap for <laughs> <laughs> oh man no it's it's awesome having you back and and it's gonna be uh, good to have you on uh, more frequently, especially with the with the online interviews, because there are questions, there's perspectives that you have that I, I may not necessarily think of, and I think that'll be good for our listeners to right. to see it from a different perspective. But uh, you know, leaving you all with this, back to what Stefan said at the outset, think about uh, in your own life, what are you sacrificing? What are you offering to God? What is it that uh, you have given to Him? Are you holding something back? And uh, remember that. You know, God has called us to live a life of sacrifice. It is our reasonable service to be that living sacrifice. So I encourage you to think about that. Think about what you're giving to the Lord. And then also uh, consider it in view of eternity and not just in the finite. Think about the impact that this sacrifice that you're making is going to have uh, on generations to come. You know, and that's my wife and I, we think about that when, when we're up on the Central Coast and it feels like, you know, it's, it's a challenge. We're, we're, we're growing the church, and God is, is doing a wonderful work. 
but we're seeing lives impacted. And uh, because of that, who knows who's going to be impacted for eternity. So think about life in terms, in view of eternity and not just in the finite.